are the Rookie Phenoms. We have the most fun show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? This is the happiest I've ever been going into a podcast. Carson Wentz is traded, baseball is back, and the Lakers lost to the pathetic Houston Rockets. Webb, are you ready for today's show? I'm ready. I'm so uh, I'm so glad to hear that you. this is the happiest you've been after our pre-podcast uh, discussion. Love it. Ye- yelling at you made me only happier. <laughs> Let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Carson Wentz is gone. Ding dong, the witch is dead. This is the best day. I was so happy yesterday. Chris Ballard, I said you should be fired. And then you swindled the Washington commanders. Those dumb, dumb jerks. The Colts gave up Carson Wentz and a seventh round pick to Washington. The Colts got back a 2022 third round pick, a 2023 third round pick that could become a second round pick if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps. And we're swapping second round picks this year. So the Colts move up five spots. Webb, I think people know how I feel about this trade. How do you feel about this trade? I am surprised that Washington did that. From what I read, they didn't want to take the chance to wait on Jimmy G and try and get him and miss out on both him and Wentz. So that they decided that it was um, a little bit more risk averse to get um, to get rid. Of, sorry, to get Carson Wentz than miss out on him and Jimmy G. I I think they should have waited and not gone for it. I I don't know, man. Like. <sighs> People just don't have a high opinion of Carson Wentz right now, like from like uh, uh, playing his actions. Yeah, yeah, but but aside from that, like the intangible stuff, like really low opinion on him. So I'm surprised that Washington tried to to go in, go all in this year. I don't know how Chris Ballard did this. Everybody knew the Colts were done with him, and apparently the offer started off as a sixth round pick and a fourth round pick. And somehow he convinced Washington that others were interested in Carson Wentz. And he got two-thirds and maybe a second. Like, this makes no sense. The Colts were done with Wentz. Uh, Zach Kiefer from The Athletic wrote an article saying, after the season, Carson Wentz tried to have a meeting with Jim Ursay, and Ursay declined the meeting, just said, no, I'm not doing that. Wow. And That's disrespectful. I love Jim Ursay so much. And, th- and then Frank Reich, the former pastor, talked to Jimmy Ursay and said, hey, you know what? I'm really sorry about doing this to you this year. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Everybody hates him. Everybody was done with him. I think people just hate his guts, that he's just so annoying and a bad person that no one wants to be around him. Didn't Philly eat like $46 million in dead cap last year to get him out the building? Yeah. And they, they thought it was worth it. And then the Colts were like, you got to go. Like, we're done. We traded a first-round pick for you. We haven't even given the first-round pick yet, and we're getting you out of town. That's how – like, people thought it was kind of funny that the Eagles had built a shrine to Nick Foles. I think people don't understand how much people hate Carson Wentz. And how he must just grate on you every day. It's a beautiful day for Colts fans everywhere. You say that, but I ask you, do you feel good about not having a quarterback? Like, and do you feel good about what has happened since uh, Andrew Luck? 
so about the Andrew Luck thing, do not I do not love that. That's not ideal. But he no, not really luck. did. No, he screwed the franchise since he left. Yeah. Bill Rivers was supposed to stay for two years. He left after one. Some of these things you can't control. The Wentz thing was just an abject failure. But I like that they accepted that and moved on. They cut their losses. They didn't make me sit through this for another season or two. So I respect that about it. But the not having a quarterback thing, I truly don't care. I would rather be a bad football team with a bad quarterback than watch Carson Wentz destroy games every year. I can't watch him throw another left-handed interception. I can't do it. It is the worst football to watch because you know that the other shoe is going to drop. It's going to come down. You're going to feel good for like 45 minutes, and then the failure is going to come. It's always going to come. Carson Wentz is not that guy. He is going to let you down. He is a failure. Good riddance to Carson Wentz. I don't think I've ever seen um, a quarterback have such a decline in terms of their reputation without getting into any trouble or anything like that. Like maybe, um, uh, what was his name? Jamarcus? Uh, Jamarcus Russell? Russell. Jesus, I forgot his last name. Such Third a high draft pick. <laughs> such a high draft pick and just fell. Like Carson Wentz going on five years ago was uh was an mvp candidate jamarcus russell remember? was was a lack of lack of effort he just didn't care to do any work that's not carson wentz's issue it's that people hate his guts yeah but i mean i get it's different um different issues but i mean in terms of their reputation and getting taking such a hit around the league after being so highly touted i mean jamarcus russell was never good in the nfl but um, you're right. This is the first he, time. This, this is the worst one. You're right. And it's pretty bad. Four, I think in four years he went from MVP to cut twice. The, the yeah. fall from grace has been it's been fast and deserving. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, like he is good for a, a while, but you yep. know he's gonna be bad. And Chris Ballard said in in a press conference recently that you can teach a guy so many times, but when he's under the gun. He's going to revert back to what he was. And he's just never going to change who he is. He's never going to take the layup. He's never going to do it. It's just not in his DNA. And he's the worst. It's it's insane. Like what I heard or what I read yesterday is the reputation he has is exactly what you're saying. He he doesn't want to listen to, he doesn't want to take, you know, instructions or direction. He's not likable. He makes boneheaded decisions. And I don't think he really shows any it's not that it's not effort but i don't think he seems to care or show any sort of investment in changing or or commitment to changing that's the that's a main thing and i think the issue why they couldn't bring him back and they they did that with no plan b they don't have a backup quarterback that's good they were so willing to kick him out of the door because i think it must be really disheartening to have 53 guys and 52 of them are all competing, trying their hardest, playing the right way. And they prepare, they do the right things, and that one guy just messes it up. And it's because he thinks he's better than you. He doesn't follow the rules. He doesn't listen to coaching. He doesn't do what he's supposed to do when everyone else does. And it costs you a win that you worked hard for. That's why people don't like him. Because he's incapable of thinking, doing what's best for the team. He does what's best for himself. This isn't North Dakota State. When you do stuff like that, people get fired and lose their jobs. That's what it is. 
You can't do that stuff in the NFL. He never figured that out. Good riddance. He's going to have to. Washington is going to regret this almost immediately. Terry McLaurin might punch punch Carson Wentz in the face. And he would, I would testify that I was with him if he did it on camera. I would commit perjury. Good riddance, Carson (laughs) Wentz. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo come to Indy. I would take Marcus Mariota. I would take Jameis Winston. I would take almost anybody but Carson Wentz. I'm so happy right now. Yeah. Let's move on to another trade because the NFL is just making all these trades these days for some reason. The Bears traded Khalil Mack to the Los Angeles Chargers. In this deal, the Bears get a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 sixth round pick. The Chargers get Khalil Mack to pair with Joey Bosa to have one of the most fearsome pass rush duos in the league. It took on the final three years of Khalil Mack's contract. Webb, do you like this deal for Chicago or do you like it for the Chargers? To be honest, I like it for both. Um, and the reason why I say that, okay, so you have the Chargers. The potential is there to be a very scary pass rushing team with uh, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. But those two, especially Bosa, they're injury prone. On any given, in any given game, Joey Bosa is going to be exiting, going back to the locker room for something. He's going to miss some time. I don't know if those guys would be on the field um, the entire game. I think the potential is there, but I've just seen those guys get hurt quite a bit. I don't know if they get injured where they're out for the season or anything, but they're always banged up, it seems. Um, and for the for the Bears, I don't know if if the trade was worth it um, originally from from Oakland. I thought they I expected that they expected a lot more return. From Chicago, I think I think that first year when Khalil Mack was there, the Bears were scary. But the the Bears defense hasn't been scary for a couple of years now. Khalil Mack has still done well individually, but I think it was time for them to move on. Um, I'll I'll base my answer more on what I see the Bears do with the picks, but I like it for both sides. I think I'll give the edge to the Chargers, but I don't hate it for the Bears. I think I think it I think it works out well for both sides. I like it for the Bears very much, and I like it for the Chargers too. If Khalil, Khalil Mack can stay healthy, he only played seven games last year. That could have been just he didn't want to play for the Bears because they were so awful. That's true. But the Bears are rebuilding. They have a new general manager, a new head coach. And what Matt Eberflus does isn't really a Khalil Mack thing. He wants faster guys to play. Khalil Mack's a power guy. He doesn't really fit. And Matt Eberflus' defense. So I get the move. Chicago has to rebuild, build around Justin Fields. They didn't have many draft picks from that Justin Fields trade. Getting this pick back makes a lot of sense. And I I love the Chargers going for it. Russell Wilson came to town and they said, we're going to kill Russell Wilson. Mahomes is going to have no time to eat. It's They are going for it while Justin Herbert has a rookie contract. They are going to go all out and try and win the Super Bowl. And I respect that. And if Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack are both 100% healthy, it's going to be dangerous. Because I think that is the best pass rush due in the NFL. I really do. Because Joey Bosa by himself is what, at worst, like a top seven pass rusher and probably higher. And Khalil Mack, when healthy, can be a top five pass rusher too. It's dangerous. That that duo is dangerous. Yeah, I agree. And in a game that is probably the scariest duo, it's just the longevity and the durability of those two. I, I think... I don't think there's a game where I don't see Joey Bosa go down <laughs> or go back to to the tent or the locker room. He always seems to miss some time. Like, I don't know if he's 
gone for long periods of time, but always seems to to be off the field. Um, but I agree with you that that is a scary tandem. I just looked it up because I thought like you. Guess how many games he played in 2021? Joy Bosa. Uh, 15? 16. Guess how many games he yeah. played in 2019? Out of 16? I don't know. 13? 16. And 2017, it was 16. He plays more games than you think. I thought he was more banged up like you. In 2020, he only played 12. 2018, he played 7. And as a rookie, he played 13. But I think that was contract stuff. Half the time, right. he's there. Fully. So, but better than I thought. And and that's the thing. I think he plays the games. He plays the majority of the snaps. But I think he leaves. I think he exits plays. Because he gets hurt. Maybe he returns. Maybe he doesn't. I remember quite a few games he exit like he came off the field. I thought he just missed time with injury. I was like, he plays no. 12 games a year tops, and he's played a lot more than I thought. I'm surprised by yeah. these numbers. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to look it up, but he, uh, he always seems to be going to the tent or he's on the sidelines. Always seems to be just something's wrong. They're checking for a concussion-related issues. I don't know. It could be my perception. Maybe I'm remembering wrong, but. So Both of those I, guys? I, I, don't know. I know what it is. See, you are confusing the two whites, Joey and Nick Bosa. You think every Nick Bosa injury is a Joey Bosa injury? You're combining the two white defensive ends as one person. And I get it. Easy to do. But they're two people. Nice try. Nick is different. <laughs> Nick, gets, Nick gets injured. Nick misses games. No, that was Joey. I think Joey misses time in terms of plays, maybe a quarter, but Nick misses games. But this is interesting. And, and another point you said the Chargers are going for it. So I still don't know if this is a playoff team for sure. I don't know yet because with Anthony Lynn, this team was good. Last year with uh, Brandon Staley, this team is good. They still haven't made the playoffs. They got Russell Wilson in the division. I have to see the Chargers really be aggressive for me to be convinced that this is a for sure, surefire playoff team um, before I even think that they're going for the championship. Now, Khalil Max is going to be, what, 32? He just turned 31. Okay, so he's 31. So, and, I'm going to tell you right and now. And 26. Late 20s? Okay. He's going to be 27 okay, when the season starts. Okay, good age. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the Chargers are my pick to win the AFC West as of right now. I think this team is going to be dangerous. I cannot wait to see it. All right. I cannot. I'm wait. not so bullish on the Chargers yet. I have to see how the other teams put together their roster in that division. Russell Wilson's going to let everybody down. Okay. <laughs> uh, really quickly, I want to talk about something that happened today. Uh, Jeff Gladney is a cornerback drafted out of TCU in 2020 to the Minnesota Vikings. He played the full season and then was cut when he was arrested after accusations of assaulting a woman in Dallas. Uh, the allegations were particularly gruesome. Webb and I talked about it back at the time. We said we don't have all the facts. If it's true, he should never play in the league again. I was pretty forceful on that. And today he was found not guilty of all charges. So I believe in the justice system. Jeff Gladney was proven not guilty. I think he deserves another shot in the NFL. And I hope a team signs him pretty soon because he was on his way to a very promising career. Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll see what happens in regards to that. I'm, I'm, I imagine he'll get another shot. Just don't know when, 
And I'm not sure if that was his only the only off the field issue issue he had. So I don't I'm not sure what his reputation is in the league. So before that, he was known as a choir boy. That's why this was so surprising. He went to TCU. He was known as like a great person, the draft process. Everybody loved him. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, never mind that. Maybe I'm mixing him up with someone else. Minnesota drafted a corner in the first round for like six years straight. It was the last one that had the problems, or two before. Jeff okay. Gladney had, was like a supposed to be like an extremely good character guy. So okay. I, I hope, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for him now because he's found not guilty and everybody deserves the benefit of the doubt. Okay, Webb. You and I have been talking about doing a team preview for free agency. We're going to do every team breaking down their cap space, players to cut, players to sign, their needs. I love this stuff. Webb, you love this stuff. What was your favorite part about doing this besides getting to cut guys that haven't been cut yet and destroying families? Uh, My favorite part of this was trying to figure out these top free agents that I can see on different teams trying to narrow it down to one team. Because it's easy to say someone like, I don't know, Teron Armstead could fit on multiple teams. But where would where could I see him fitting, taking into account cap space, team needs, um, his his desires, that kind of stuff. So it was really interesting to, to incorporate all of those things uh, uh, with this exercise. It's the most fun. I love doing this stuff. I would do this if we didn't have a podcast because I'm a nerd. I I was surprised with what I found for some teams. And I found for the big name guys, they never go where we think they're going to go. Every year we think, oh, this team has the most money. They're going to get this guy. And every year they do not get that guy. So I tried when I did my team lists to leave those guys out because I have no idea where they're going. I picked lower tier guys that could fill holes. I think are realistic for each team to sign. I do think smart. Poop way. You're doing it the way of someone who's been traumatized as a Colts fan. Having every year. Every year. <laughs> every we have year the most having... cap space. Every year. Yeah. It just never happens. Every year the Colts have the most cap space. This year we have $20 million more than anybody else. And we are not going to sign anybody. And I'm going to be furious again, like always. Can't wait. Yeah, you'll sign someone who uh, tore their Achilles ear before. That was a little too close to home, and I don't appreciate it. (laughs) Okay, Webb, let's start with the NFC. Uh, What division do you want to start with in the NFC? Uh, Let's start with the the East, the NFC East. Okay, did you you go in alphabetical order? Yeah, I did. Typical basic Webb. (laughs) <laughs> but it doesn't matter. We can go any any way you want. We can go in uh, uh, standings or order of standings last year, uh, order of cap space, however you want to do it. doesn't matter. Alphabetical order is the easiest because I also did alphabetical order. And that's way easier to follow. Okay, so Simple men. 100%. The first team <laughs> up on the breakdown are the Dallas Cowboys. Well, how much cap space does Dallas have? Uh, they're on, they're over by 1.15 million. So that's not ideal. They don't have any money. They have not cut, uh, Amari Cooper yet. Which I think is smart for now. They're trying to field trade offers for him, but I think they eventually will cut him. So which other, do you have him as the player to cut? Do you have other guys there? No, I stuck with him. That was the easiest. I, 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 actually another guy I thought of was, uh, um, 
Blake Jarwin, but I think Cooper is more likely to get cut than him. And it would actually be a bigger savings for them to do that. Okay. Uh, what is Dallas's biggest need going into free agency this year? Well, I'm hearing that they're looking to trade, um, also looking to trade uh, Lyle Collins, the right tackle. So if they end up doing that, I think that's going to be a big need. But I think they also need a, a corner, man. I think that's one of their, their big needs, uh, corner. So that's what I had as well, the secondary. Yes. So a lot of holes. They got problems on the line, problems on the defense. So who are you signing for Dallas that has zero money? Who are you giving yeah. them this year? I'm looking at one of the corners who is solid and could probably get a bigger payday from a bad team. But I think Dallas with this reputation is going to um, attract some some guys. So I, I'm looking at Steven Nelson, Traverius Ward, someone of that caliber to go to Dallas. Traverius Ward is a good choice. That could be interesting. They could afford him. Good That's player. the question. Well, yeah. once they cut Amari, uh, we'll see what the cap situation is looking like. When they cut Amari, they're going to have to give uh, Dalton Schultz the fr- who they franchised right. a new contract. That's it's a whole right. issue in Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have money now. Right. And the owner's in some legal trouble, as some of you may have heard. Which uh, I did. Some go family... Google that. Yeah, go Google that. Family affair. No pun that is one way to put it. Yeah. Do you have anything else for Dallas? Did that cover most of your stuff? That's it. I don't think they're going to make big splashes. I think they're on the right track. Uh, they need to do some tweaks. So I don't think they're going to try anything too crazy in free agency. Next up is the New York Giants. How much cap space do they have? They're over by $7.45 million approximately. Well, let me ask you a question. When you see bad teams that are over the cap, how dumb do you think these people are? It blows my mind every time. Honestly, it 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 was shocking to see the teams at the bottom of the list and the teams who are over the cap, uh, who are all at the bottom of the standings and haven't been to the playoffs in years. It's crazy. I want to see the Super Bowl contenders at the bottom of the list. So, for for the listeners to know, Webb did the NFC. I did the AFC. And I'm, I'm not, I swear to God, if you had asked me, hey, Coop, how much cash space do the Giants have? I would have said $35 million. 100%. I, this is blowing my mind right now. I cannot believe this is real. It makes sense. Like, would you think that OKC and the NBA is one of the, uh, the highest teams in terms of payroll? I wouldn't. I would not either. Yeah, that's crazy too. Wow. Just really bad management. Really, really bad jobs. And what's even worse, it's not even like the Giants were bad last year and had a solid team. They have a lot of holes. They do. but So they have no money, so they have to cut some guys. Who are some cut possibilities for these New York Giants? I only had one guy. It's not, I'm not saying that's the only guy, but Blake Martinez was a guy that I was looking at, the linebacker. Yeah, if they cut him, they could save like $9 bucks. That could cover their loss right there. Yeah, they have some tough, they have some tough contracts here. It's not good. No. Uh, what is the Giants' biggest need this offseason? I honestly don't know where to even start. Um, <laughs> That's the correct answer. I'm looking at quarterback. I'm looking at linebacker, and I'm looking at the offensive line. So I can't really even you know summarize it into one thing. There's a lot of holes on both sides of the football. So luckily the Giants do have picks five and seven. 
in this draft. So they could acquire some high-end talent there. But as of right now, they couldn't pay those guys because they don't have any money. This is insane. Terrible yeah, job. It's, it's not good, man. Okay, so do you have them making any signings to fill any of these holes? Yeah, I see them getting like another one of the, um, I'd say, second or third, third tier uh, DBs, Bryce Callahan, someone of that nature, uh, a stopgap for a year. Makes sense. Okay, let's go to Philadelphia. The Eagles were 9-8 last year, made the playoffs. Do they have any cash base? You got a little bit of money, Coop. I'd like to hear it. I like to hear it. Just over $20 million. So <laughs> way more than the two teams we've already previewed. Okay, do they have any players to cut that can free up some more money? I didn't see any. That would make a huge difference, but let me know your thoughts. Yeah, there really isn't much they can do to free up money. Like cutting their kicker would save two million bucks, but it would cost them three. They still got to sign somebody. Yeah, they don't really have many options here to save money. They're kind of built into this team. And and that's okay because I did not identify that many areas for the Eagles to uh, improve on. Well, that's good. There were some. What is their biggest need? Uh, I'd say linebacker. They need they need they also need some help uh, in the secondary. And it wouldn't hurt if they had a, a backup quarterback. I don't think Jalen Hurts is the answer long term, but I think Philly wants to commit to him this year. Man, Philly won that Carson Wentz trade by so much. It makes me so angry. <laughs> they they don't have a great running back, but they were the, like the top rushing team last year. So I don't think that's a, a real area of concern for them. So who are they going to sign this offseason then to fill some holes? Well, they have some money. So, you know, you you brought to my attention that someone was cut a couple of days ago. Bobby Wagner is someone that I could see signing there. Um, again, one of the, the, the second tier uh, D-backs like uh, Casey Hayward Jr., who I like a lot, um, uh, Quandra Diggs, who I like as well. So you know who I could see there? Stephon Gilmore. And that could be kind of interesting. He's older, but they have an older team already. I would like that a little that's, bit, I think. That's, that's, that, that's solid. I, I have him potentially going somewhere else, but I think Stephon Gilmore is going to have quite a lot of suitors. And for Bobby Wagner, I don't know why I do this in my head, Whenever someone's cut, I always assume they're just going back to where they played college football. I don't know why, and I have no idea where they're from, but I'm like, he'll go back to California. And I'm almost positive he won't, but every time I think this. But he would do great in Philadelphia. That's a good choice. That's a really good one. Yeah, and I mean, he, that's a good choice. I think, I think this team has a lot of upside. I think they could potentially win the division if they, if they play it right. Yeah, Dallas doesn't scare you at all. No, And this next team we're going to talk about are complete morons. So the Washington Commanders are up next. The Carson Wentz led to these idiots. How much cash base does Washington have after taking Carson Wentz full contract? <laughs> these gifts. <laughs> so, so maybe you might have to update me on this. I, I had it at 10.3 million approximately. That is correct. That's the number. Okay. So uh, not too bad. Like Washington has some areas to to improve in. I think uh, receiver, the secondary is horrible, and uh, and linebacker. It, can they make some cuts to free up some more money though? I think they need to free some more money if they're going to fix any of those issues. I agree, but I didn't see anyone that they could cut who would make a big dent. Okay. I think there's a couple guys. 
Who do you have? Uh, defensive tackle Matthew Ioannidis. They cut him. They saved six million bucks, seven million bucks almost. They got a strong D line. I think they could probably put a rookie in there for a little money. Okay, that's solid. So that, yeah. that's a good savings. That's like more than half of what they but, have. But yeah, but that's just nitpicking a little bit because I know guys get cut every year we don't think about, and they're kind of, they're good players, but just for the money doesn't work. And this team has spent so much money on defensive linemen: Deron Payne. Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Chase Young. They have all these guys. Some of them have to go, I think. Do they probably right? Do they think they can cut Carson Wentz tomorrow? Or how are they going to do that? <laughs> I don't think so. No? Okay. So you talked about their biggest needs. How do they fill some of these holes? Who are they going to sign? Stopgap players, man. I'm thinking someone like Juju Smith-Schuster on like a one-year deal. Uh Honestly, or, or or they're getting one of those corners that I mentioned, like like uh, Traverius Ward or Casey Hayward Jr. It's not going to be a, a big splash for them. Yeah, that makes sense. Washington makes like gigantic re- – they make big plays all the time because Daniel Snyder's not a good owner, and they always end up backfiring. They cut Landon Collins today, or they're going to cut Landon Collins. Like They just sign guys, and they cut them two years later, and it's like clockwork every time. And And when Landon Collins – landed that deal i think you were the first one to criticize it and say it was ridiculous they shouldn't have paid him that money yeah he said i only want to go to washington <laughs> they were competing with themselves and they gave him the biggest contract for a safety ever it made no sense <laughs> and the nfl should hire me as a general manager i would just check these guys twitters and i'm like hey this is all this i figured this out i cracked the code it's not hard huh. and that is the nfc east where are we going to next let's go to the north coop the NFC North, alphabetical order. The Chicago Bears, the Khalil Mack-less Chicago Bears. How much cap space does Chicago have? A whopping twenty-eight point nine seven million, almost twenty-nine million in cap space. Do they have any cuts to make to add to make that number a little higher? Not that I identified. Not really. Yeah, just looking at this team. They don't have much to do. They kind of just have to wait for these guys to get better or age out because the contract situation is not great in Chicago. That old general manager deserved to get fired. Uh, what is this team's biggest needs? I think I know what you're going to say. Offensive line, not very good. Um, the D-line could use a little improvement all over the board. So I would say offensive line, receiver, and, and, and D-back, probably their biggest needs. But they have the money to address those. Yeah, I was looking at the offensive line really hard for them because... Yeah, it's not good enough for Justin Fields. He's going to get killed. And he's a mobile guy. They need guys that can protect him. Justin Fields is a young, exciting quarterback. Who are you bringing to Chicago to play with Justin Fields this year? It's interesting that you say that. Chicago has no picks in the first round uh, this year. So they're going to have to do some work in free agency or try to trade up somehow into the first round. I had Stefan Gilmore going here. He's not going to help Justin Fields. Uh, but I could see him going here. I also had um, potentially Teron Armstead going here as well. That's so, an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, Jason Peters, I think he's a free agent, I think. And he's, like, 45. So I don't know if they're bringing him back. You always you didn't like that signing from the get-go. Um, he's often hurt. He's, he's, he's great when he's on the field, but he's not always on the field. And he's also very old. Um, and receivers, I mean, they can get 
they can get someone like they probably have to get one of the stopgap players, um, like a Juju Smith Schuster, someone like that. Uh, someone who's going to be a, a one year deal kind of guy. I'm not, I'm not a Juju fan. I just think he can he can help a little bit for a year. You are killing Juju today. You're finally on the coop train. I love it. I love when guys get on board. It's great. Okay. For some reason, Detroit, to me, sounds like it's more optimistic than Chicago. How much cash base does Detroit have right now? Uh, 25.82 million. That's a decent amount of money right there. That's not bad. That could buy you the entire city of Detroit right now. Wow. Not wrong. Uh, <laughs> do they have any players they can cut to free up some more money? Uh, not that I saw. They can't get rid of Jared Goff yet? Unfortunately not. Oh, that's... They'd save a million bucks, but it cost him 30. That might be something to consider. That's all I'm saying. That's cold, man. That's cold. <laughs> okay. What is Detroit's biggest need? Is it knee pads? What? <laughs> the coach bites coach? knees. The coach bites knees. <laughs> I that joke was self-explanatory. Dan Campbell. <laughs> Who's a scary looking man? He's my favorite coach um, did, in the league, Matt. I love him so much. He's the best. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. Uh Detroit has a lot of uh needs. I'd say receiver. Um I think they could beef up the interior offensive line a little bit. Uh uh secondary and linebacker. So I'd say receiver, secondary, and linebacker are Detroit's um needs. And who are they going to sign to fill some of these holes? Uh, I was looking at Devondre Campbell, who had a great season in in uh, Green Bay. I was looking at Christian Kirk, who is supposed to get a lot of money uh, on the market. So that would be interesting. Um, I was even kind of looking at Allen Robinson. <clears throat> but Allen Robinson's never had like a great quarterback. So... I don't know if he's really looking here. Might want to just get out of this division, period. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's smart. I wouldn't yeah. want to do that either. Yeah. Detroit's interesting because you're not going to get a premier free agent there because it's Detroit and they never win football games. But some guys that want to check will go there for the biggest paycheck possible. 100%. Okay. Let's move on to the Green Bay Packers. They just got Aaron Rodgers back. Do they have any money left? They don't. They're over the cap by almost $45 million. Wow. <laughs> that is impressive. Apparently, the Packers have until, I think it's this Wednesday, to have Aaron Rodgers restructure that deal to remove some of that cap hit. Also, uh, do you know who Andrew Brandt is? He's an no. NFL media guy who used to work for the Packers. And he said that the Packers are not doing giving Rodgers a long-term deal because their plan is for Rodgers to play this season out and then let Love be the starter next season. And Rodgers can walk. And that's why we haven't seen a long-term deal for Rodgers yet. That's interesting. Yeah. And he's really plugged into the Packers. I'm not sure that's true. But that blew my mind today when I saw that on the Rich Eisen show. Crazy. Shout out to Rich Eisen. I like Rich Eisen. He's a likable man. Okay. So they have no money, so they have to cut a bunch of people. How are the Packers going to fix this dilemma they're in? Cooper, I have no idea. Randall Cobb made sense to me because he wasn't that good in his return. Yeah, cutting Randall Cobb would save them like six million bucks. That's a good start, I guess. But they are in trouble, man. This is bad. This is like they don't have much options. They do not. Yeah, they need Rodgers to re-sign 
and fix this dilemma for them almost immediately. Uh, what's their biggest need besides backup quarterback? <laughs> um, they need another receiver opposite uh, Devontae Adams, who hasn't signed his, his franchise tag, so he's still technically a free agent. But we know he's coming back if Rodgers is coming back. Um, they could also fix the, the offensive line a little bit. Um, those are the big areas that I have for Green Bay. Oh, they need a tight end too. Yeah, they have a lot of free agents this year too. Yeah. How are they going to solve this problem in free agency? Who are they going to sign? Can you sign me for uh, like thirty dollars, thirty bucks? I'll play for. I'll play for. <laughs> League better. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know, man. Like, they might have to just rely on the draft to. Are they number twenty-eight again? They're always hovering around that number. Um, they're gonna have to rely on the draft to probably get the 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 receiver or the O-line help, but I, I honestly don't know who they're going to sign. Someone has to take a huge discount. I would do it to go to Green Bay and have a chance to win. The thing is, Green Bay is in Wisconsin, and these guys are rich and young. They don't want to spend their time in Wisconsin that often. It's an issue for most players. Jeez. Yeah, they're screwed, man. I have no idea what they're going to do. This is a tough break for them. Yeah. But as we said in the last show, the NFL cap is meaningless and it does not matter. So they'll figure this out and probably end up signing like four of the highest paid guys in the league. Probably. Okay. Uh, Minnesota is up next. The last team in the division. How much cap space does this team have? They're over by 14.88 million. Why are these teams so bad at this? This is terrible. Wow. Do they have any cuts to make to fix this problem? Hmm. Not really. I think they have like a, a, a linebacker like uh, that they could cut. I can't remember who it was. I think there was a linebacker that I identified. I just can't remember who it was. They have to cut Daniel Hunter or restructure his contract. Uh, for dead cap, it's $7.4 million. The cap hits twenty six. You save $19 million by cutting him or get him to restructure because, yeah, that's not, that's not going to work for this team. Yeah, I guess, but he's like the heart and soul of that defense. Get him to restructure then. I don't know what to do because this is awful. Anthony Barr could save ten million. Like, this is all bad. Michael Pierce save five million. This team is destroyed, and Kirk Cousins is making forty-five million dollars this year. He is the best businessman in the NFL in NFL history, by the way. He is Kirk Cousins. He's a genius. Hundred percent. They need him so badly. I would kill to have him on my team this year. I'd kill somebody. I would do it. <laughs> okay. What is Minnesota's biggest need? Uh, secondary, the D-backs. They don't have any money. Can they sign a new D-back? Uh, unless it's going to be someone who's taking a huge pay cut. Probably not. They also need help with the, the linebackers as well. And they can use some help uh, on the interior offensive line. But I think uh, corners are their concern. They have a very, very bad pass defense. And there's no, like, for Minnesota, it would be better to get rid of Kirk Cousins and bottom out and fix this cap situation because they're never going to beat Green Bay as it is right now. This is this is a bad situation for them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What division do you have next? It's going to go with the South. Let's go with the South, baby. Never say that again, please. Okay. First up is Atlanta. Did they have any money? Please tell me someone has money. They have uh, just over four million. Why are these teams all broke? This is terrible. The entire NFC is at the bottom of the 
the the list, man. They're way over the cap. Do they have any cuts to make to fix this issue? Um, they have a couple, but not not many that I saw were going to make a huge dent. Yeah, they don't. They don't really have any options. Cutting Grady Jarrett would save him fifteen million, but he's a really good player, so they can't really afford to lose him. Exactly. Yeah, so they're pretty screwed. Okay, what is Atlanta's biggest need besides a new quarterback? Because Matt Ryan is not the answer. Oh man, I had quarterback as one of them, but um, well, <laughs> of, course, uh, re- of course you're good. <laughs> Receiver, they have nobody. Uh, Russell Gage is a free agent. Calvin Ridley's been suspended. Hey, they. Wow. I bet you they find a receiver pretty quick. You think As so? a betting joke, you're the worst, man. You can't play along at all. It's Calvin Ridley joke. You're no fine, man. Oh, shoot. Wow. Sorry. You just said his name. You just said his name. <laughs> it's too late in the night for me to, to get that. Um, yeah, I get you. I got you. Um, and they also need help, I think, on the D-line. They could use some help uh, with the secondary. This team has some holes. They can be they can be good, but they have holes. Okay, so what are they gonna do in free agency? Are they gonna sign somebody? Yeah, honestly, I think they keep Russell Gage. They re-sign him and make him their number one receiver. That's interesting. Okay. Russell Gage is good, but we never really hear him because he's only good every like fourth game. Yep. Yeah, okay, good choice. Okay, next up in that division is the Carolina Panthers. I'm gonna assume this team also has no money. Am I correct there? No, they actually have money. Wow. How much cap space do they have? Uh, $26.61 million. Do they have any cuts to make to make that more money? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe to make it more, but not significantly more. Yeah, I'm looking. They're kind of in a bad situation. They have no one to cut to save money, really. A lot of guys are in the first year of a new deal or second year of a new deal where they have a lot of debt cap, so... They're kind of stuck where they are. Also, they're trying to trade Christian McCaffrey, apparently. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not totally crazy based on how much he's, you know, how much he's getting paid and he can't really stay on the field. So they can't take, they can't rely on him. They cannot. He's basically Carson Wentz. Who, where can this team get better? What are their biggest needs right now? Quarterback, um, offensive line. And I would say uh, the secondary. I agree with all of that. Okay. And who are they going to sign to fill some of these holes? So I think they can sign, <clears throat> go after someone like Christian Kirk. You know, I've mentioned him already, but someone of that caliber. Uh, I think they can use, uh, they can try and go after Marcus May uh, from the Jets. Um, That's a good one. I think, they can, I think they can go after Marcus Mariota as a backup. There's a chance that he'll probably have to take over from Darnold. Um, and I think they could even go after someone like uh, Jadavian Clowney as well. So apparently, from all the rumors, if Deshaun Watson's court case gets figured out, he will be a Carolina Panther. That's what all the rumors say. So you bring him in. Interesting. Christian McCaffrey goes back in the trade plus the first-round picks. And maybe you got the beginnings of a team right there. Interesting. They, um, Robbie Anderson is a free agent. But DJ Moore and Terrence Marshall, um, Junior is a solid, uh, solid receiving core. They could probably add somebody as well. If they're going for Deshaun, they probably have to give up the number six pick. I imagine. I would think so. Yeah, but it's probably worth it for Deshaun instead of Sam Darnold, who is awful. But what you do? Oh yeah, you put Sam Darnold at running back because he's the best runner in football. Problem solved. Boom, bam. It's not bad. 
He's good for the first few weeks. The most wrong I've ever been. Okay. The New Orleans Saints are up next. Do they have any money? Because I'm going to assume they don't because they never have any money ever. They were almost as bad as Green Bay was. Um, so they're over the cap by $44.91 million, so almost $45 million. How is the cap a real thing? This is awful. Okay. Can they make some cuts to free up some money? Realistically, not that I saw, no. If they cut Bradley Roby, they can save $9 million. I think they might have to do that, even though Bradley Roby's pretty good. But they are screwed. They are screwed here. I have no idea what they're going to do. This is insane. The Saints have some issues. What are their biggest needs? Uh, Quarterback, uh, receiver. um, Everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, linebacker. I'd say uh, left tackle. Saron Armstead's gone. Um, and their secondary is 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 really uh, messed up if Marcus Williams leaves. Okay. Uh, they have no money. Are they going to be able to sign anybody in free agency? Uh, no. They are screwed. They'll have to address this in the draft. They have uh, the number 18 pick, so they'll have to address something in the draft. Okay, Webb. I'm going to tell you right now that I agree with you. They are screwed. And I'm going to bet you they sign at least one player for a minimum of $8 million a season this year. Okay. What I don't know how they're going to do it. I have no idea. But they are going to sign somebody because New Orleans knows the cap is not real. I don't know how they do it. But every year they sign somebody that I have no idea how they make. It makes no sense to me. But they will do it for sure. This team doesn't know what the hell they're doing. I could be remembering wrong, but do they not have two defensive coordinators right now at the same time i think they have a head coach who's going to call the defense and then a defensive coordinator as well i swear they have two i know dennis allen they they promoted but don't they have two guys who are splitting the dc duties this year they i don't know but they could that sounds like something they would do these idiots yeah they also have two starting quarterbacks on contract (laughs) they're so terrible ridiculous it's tough okay tampa bay is up next uh, they are free of the trader Tom Brady. Do they have any money? They do not at the moment. They are over the cap by $8.85 million, so almost $9 million. Do they have some cuts to make to figure this out? I was looking at Cameron Brait. I like the player, but I think this team is going to look radically different next year. I don't understand why they franchise Chris Godwin if they don't have a quarterback. It doesn't make sense to me. We talked about this last time, but it's still weird to me. Yeah, it's 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 a weird sort of thing. Um, you mentioned the New Orleans Saints uh, signing someone and it not looking like they can, but I think Tampa is going to be the team that signs somebody where you're like, what? Where did they get that money from? They still have Tom Brady in the cap at $20 million. The dead cap is $15 million. I'm not sure if retired players, that changes at all. So it could be they have a little more money that hasn't been officially processed yet. Hopefully. Maybe. And and also Ali Marpet retired too. That's true. Uh, do they have this team have many needs? They're a pretty good team. They're Super Bowl winner two years ago. I, I have a lot of needs for the and, and it's more because of free agency. I don't know what this team's gonna look like. One being quarterback, um, another one being running back. Uh Tight end, hoop. The list goes on, man. I really don't know what this team's gonna look like. Uh, 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 guard. Um, I think Ryan Jensen is a is a free agent, so center. Um, the D line, and Dominican Sue is, and 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 Jason P- Jason Pierre Paul. Those guys are all uh, free agents. 
I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, Gronk's a free agent. OJ Howard's a free agent. Jason Pierre Paul, Leonard Fournette, even Blaine Gabbert. This team is screwed. Yeah, they have a, they have some issues here, Webb. Ronald Jones. Wow, this Carlton is, Davis. This, this might be the worst situation of free agents in the league. This is definitely possible. Yeah. This was a two-year window that they were really trying to capitalize on. Obviously, they won uh, in twenty twenty, but. They, I don't know if they had a plan for 2022. It was to win the Super Bowl, and then they did not care about the rest. That was yeah. the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are they going to be able to sign anybody this year? I have them linked to Zach Ertz. Uh, he's, you know, I think he has a little bit to prove. He's an older tight end, so I don't think he's getting a, a large deal. Uh, I think he's in his early 30s, probably about 33, 34. Um, but I think he'd fit nicely here, especially if Gronk doesn't come back. Good choice. Webb, you know how I know you and I have been doing this for too long together? Uh, when I did yeah. mine, I had the AFC South last as well because it's my comp, my division. And you saved the NFC West for last as well. I respect that about you. So the best for last. Makes sense. Thank you. Let's move on to Arizona. Kyler Murray's team, this clown. Do they have any money? Uh, yeah, they they have a little bit of money. Uh, five point five three million dollars. What's about what like second most in the NFC right now? <laughs> yeah, they're gunning for second most probably. Yeah, do they have some cuts to make to free some money up? Uh, I think I saw one. Yeah, let me just give me one second. I don't know if it'll make a big difference, but um, Justin Pugh. Yeah, that would save them. Nine million dollars, almost ten. I think he's likely gone. Yeah. So, and and they have quite a few needs as well. Um, good thing that Kyler's, you know, making this demand to be uh, paid immediately. Uh, the O line is horrible, so I'd say that's their biggest need. Um, I think they need to improve uh, the receiving core because DeAndre Hopkins is like their only receiver really right now. I think Andy is about is Andy Isabella. I think he asked for it to be traded. That is um, correct. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, they have no running backs. Um, and that the secondary can use some help. At least the corners. Uh this this team has some holes, man. Yeah, so I read this article by an offensive line coach a few days ago, and it said that unless it's the best guard in football, like a Quentin Nelson, you can find a guard in the seventh round. As long as they have the right attitude, that can be more than serviceable with paying them the bare minimum, which I would not pay Justin Pugh. I wouldn't pay DJ Humphreys. I wouldn't pay any of these mediocre guys money because they're just not worth it. Get a body for it. If they're not good, get a body, fill in for way cheaper and build somewhere else. 100%. And, and the, the linemen can play long. Like look at Andrew Whitworth. Uh, playing until he's in his forties, Jason Peters. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to sign these guys long. Who is Arizona going to sign in free agency this year, besides Kyler Murray, to a fifty million dollar a year deal? And that that's a sign of a true leader. The team is in shambles, and you want more money. Um, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at Melvin Gordon. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I like what he did in Denver. I've always liked Melvin Gordon. You you haven't been that high on him, but. I think he fits into the system very well, and he has something to prove. Uh, Chandler Jones is a free agent as well, so he might be gone. So he, Melvin Gordon could fill in there quite nicely. Oh, 
Oh, that was Melvin Gordon, not Melvin Ingram. Sorry, Melvin Ingram. Sorry, my fault. Oh, wait. I said Melvin Gordon. I think you were thinking Melvin Ingram. 100%. Melvin is a weird name. (laughs) Two guys should not be named Melvin in the NFL. That's not right. My fault. (laughs) Melvin Gordon is an interesting running back. Good choice. Yeah. James Conner is gone, you think? Um, I think if Arizona's not paying him what he thinks he deserves, yeah. I I think James Conner did a really good job last year. I think he can get better than what Arizona's probably going to throw at him. And he led your fantasy team to a title last year, right? Led me to the playoffs. Thank God. That's right. My team won the title. That's right. I forgot about that. Sorry. <laughs> Honest mistake. Okay. Dishonest trade that... you made. <laughs> no. The next team that actually won a title, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, The general manager wore a shirt to the parade that said, F these picks. So I'm going to assume he has no cap space because it's F this cap as well. Am I right there? 2-2 at well, baby. (laughs) That's such a bad pick. (laughs) How much cap space do the Rams have? Over the cap at $20.41 million. The Los Angeles Rams, your 2022 Super Bowl champions. And apparently they're going to give Aaron Donald a new contract and Matthew Stafford a new contract. I like so this. Is, this is not, but you're minus 20 already. How much worse can it get? Uh, it's worth it if we can win again. It's very hard to repeat Super Bowl in the, uh, you know, it's very difficult, but I think we're, we're in good shape to compete. Man. Do you have any cuts to make? I was looking at Taylor Rapp. Um, who, who who would the Rams replace him with? So I'd say no at this moment. I like how you just believe in everybody. I appreciate that about you. But there really isn't much to do. Yeah, you're, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> Thanks, man. You got to bring Von Miller back. Odell Beckham back. <laughs> this team is so... Where's the money going to come from? This is insane. Well done. Apparently. Apparently the Rams are not bringing back Troy Reader. So, and and and, and Darius Williams is a free agent. I don't know, man. I guess good luck. Okay. Are the what are the Rams' biggest needs this offseason? They just won the Super Bowl, so there shouldn't be many. So for me, it's linebacker and also left tackle because I'm pretty sure Andrew Whitworth's done. I'm almost positive he is, but the fact they haven't announced it yet makes me think the Rams have talked him into coming back for a year. Well then. Uh, if that happens, fine. I hope he doesn't get hurt or anything, man. Um, also, also running back. I think we could use some help in the backfield. Are they going to sign any free agents somehow? I had your friend, Eric Fisher, as the replacement for um, Andrew Whitworth if he leaves. So apparently the Colts were trying to sign him to a, a new deal this offseason. And he wanted upper echelon left tackle money. Like twenty million a year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, be, he's not. He was not good this season. To be fair, he was really good before he went to the Colts, though. Before he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's <laughs> solid. Yeah, he wants. Uh, he wants upper echelon money. So I think the starting for him would be like fifteen million a year. Good luck, Rams. Yeah. Okay, the San Francisco 49ers are up next. If Carson. If they somehow if the Colts bring Tom Brady in, I'm going to be a 49ers fan. So do they have any money? Get me ready to root for them. Do they have some money, Webb. Please tell me yes. San Fran? Yes. 
Yeah, they have a little bit of money. They have uh, like $5.7 million. Okay, that's not great. Okay. For the NFC, it's been pretty good. Do they have any cuts to make to lower that number at all? Uh, Jimmy G, uh, Samson, Ibukam. Okay, so Samson would save them $6 million. And trading Jimmy G would save them $25 million. We're cutting him. That's a good deal. Yeah. If if you were a team, wouldn't you make San Fran cut him instead of paying him that money and not trade for Hell him? Oh, yeah. I'm not trading for Jimmy G. Absolutely not. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, San Fran, like he's good, but I would much rather screw over at the San Francisco 49ers than trade him, trade for him. They're good. This will hurt them big time. I think I'm just of the opinion that he's not good. Jimmy G, lead the Colts to 11 and 6. Please, God, do it. Okay. What are the four daughters' biggest needs right now? So this is a pretty good team, man. Um, I would say corner, and I would say guard, because if Tomlinson doesn't come back, they're screwed, and uh, Brunskill, they could uh, they could beef that up. So I'd say uh, interior offensive line and um, and corner. Lakin Tomlinson has been one of the best guards in football since he became a 49er. So that's interesting. Yeah. Him being a free agent is a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Are they going to sign anybody to fill these holes? Uh, I was looking at DJ Reed corner from uh, who was on Seattle. Um, and maybe, depending on how much cap space they clear, uh, could they steal Darius Williams from the Rams? I hope not. But they might try and do something like that. Yeah, it seems like I don't know why, but the NFC West, all the players seem to stay in the division. They just keep signing each other's guys all the time. Yeah. Well, good luck. Okay. The last team in the, the last team in the division, the Russell Wilson less Seattle Seahawks. Fresh off a trade. They got a first round pick back. They're destined for four and thirteen. Do they have any money to spend this year? They have quite a bit of money to spend, Coop. They have the most money in the entire conference. So what, like $9 million? <laughs> a little bit more than that. Uh, $49.81 million, almost $50 million. Oh, wow. That is genuinely surprising. Okay. Do they have well. any, so this team is clearly rebuilding. Do they have any more cuts to make? Yeah, they have uh, Ugo Amadi that they can cut. Yeah, that's for sure going to happen. I think they're going to cut their kicker, too. Jason Myers is getting paid $5 million. You cut him, it's down to four, like, it's $4 million savings. I don't know why you pay a kicker a lot of money on a bad team. Yeah, you're, you're right. He's tough, though. He's one of the toughest kickers out there. Yeah, in close games, that's important. You think Seahawks could be in any close games this year? <laughs> um, not against good teams. Exactly. It's going to be tough. Okay. Their biggest need is a quarterback. Yes, I agree with you. Are there other uh, needs they, they have too? Yeah, uh, now linebacker and uh, O-line. Yeah, letting Bobby Wagner go was really stupid. He's still really good. Yeah. How old is he, like 31, 32? I, th- I think he is 32 years old. But I think he's been all pro eight times. Just no loyalty. They brought no. Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson. They drafted them on the same day. And they shipped them out of town the same day as well. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Okay, so this team is clearly rebuilding. Are they going to spend money on some big-name guys? Or are they going to keep that money for next season? No, I think they're they're spending money, man. 
think they're spending yeah. money. So I don't think Pete Carroll um, wants to rebuild. You're probably right there. He's probably going to spend as much money as he can. Yeah, he's like 75. Um, and I think he also wants to show that the team can be competitive even after Russ is gone. So it looks more like Pete Carroll is the you know the factor that he, he's the common denominator there. Um, so I'm looking at someone. Sorry, continue. Makes sense. Yeah, and you know I don't mind if they improve the secondary. I think. J.C. Jackson would fit very nicely here on the Seahawks. They have $50 million in cap space. J.C. Jackson is not expected to return to the Patriots. Um, be nice there. Uh, I'm looking at someone also like Chandler Jones, sticking with the theme of, of interdivisional you know, signings. Um, I'm looking at someone like Andrew Norwell from the Jags or even Connor Williams from uh, the Cowboys. I think people are going to go to Seattle. Not the marquee free agents other than Chandler Jones, but guys like J.C. Jackson, Seattle, their their corners aren't terrible. Uh, Their secondary is all right. Their secondary on paper is pretty good. Uh, I don't know if it really lines up or or, or in fruition is is really good, but I think if they get J.C. Jackson, that could help. Um, If they get Chandler Jones, man, team wouldn't be bad. They need a quarterback still, but um, team wouldn't be bad. Let me ask you a question, okay? Marcus Mariota, how much worse is he than Russell Wilson if Russell Wilson cannot run anymore? <laughs> He's still much worse. I'm not sure about that. Wow. Why think, do you think Russ can't run? Because he, he hasn't done. run for the last like 18 months. The last like the last year and a half, he has not run as much as he used to. I just Blasphemy. think it might be. I am not scared of Denver at all next season. I might come back to regret those words, but I highly doubt it. I might okay. have Vegas over them. I genuinely might. Denver as it stands is not that scary as a roster, but come September, I think you'll be seeing something different. And uh, Seattle, just uh, to, to keep on the Seattle topic, they have the number nine pick in the draft. I think this team, honestly, I'm not that low on this team, depending on what they do with that money and what they do with the pick. They have, they're in a position to be competitive next year. If so, I, I think with the ninth pick, they will either take Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. They have to draft the quarterback. They have to. For sure. Yeah. And that ends the I NFC. Think, Very fun. I think they can be competitive, man, depending on what they do. They're, they can. I have some consi- I have some doubts about Seattle. I, I could be wrong, but I do not have much faith in this team for next season. Based on the track record, I don't have faith that they'll be efficient with the money and you know get the right pieces. But you know, I'm not totally out on them. All right, everybody, that ends the NFC. We'll be back on Monday doing the full AFC breakdown. Webb, I love this kind of stuff. Did you enjoy this show? So this fun was, oh God, this show was lots of fun. I love making lists and predictions. And having guys cut and have to move their whole family out of town. Destroying families is really your bread and butter. That's not nice. But true. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenom. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Please get Big Daddy Bezos off my back and subscribe on iTunes, on Amazon Music. I did not say iTunes, Bezos. I'm so sorry for that. Please forgive me. He's going <laughs> to cut know, off last... my prime. He's going to cut it off. Yeah, you, can't, you can't have that. Last time I said Kevin Nash was who Big Daddy Bezos reminded me of. 
It's Scott Steiner. Who is Scott Steiner? You don't remember Scott Steiner? Big Papa Pump? I think I stopped wrestling, watching wrestling by then. No, this guy was like from the 90s, man. It's not ringing a bell, but I will Google, I will Google him later. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Lakers, thank you for losing to the Rockets in overtime like losers. Have a great night! We out.